this is KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. Welcome to the Herbology Show with yours truly, DJ Ramsey. And I have in the studio with me a young lady who is continues to change the world. This is actually her second time at KZSU at Stanford. And her name is... Nabila Al-Assar. <laughs> and Nabila, for the Arab listeners, Al-Assar. Bil'ayn wa-seen wa bil'ayn wa-sad. Bil'ayn wa-sad. Wa-sad. Wa-ahla al-ism. Nabila Al-Assar, who is... Uh, probably one of the most amazing uh, people I've met in my life has just graduated from Stanford. <laughs> How does it feel to, to have graduated? What did you major in? When did you come? And uh, and when did you graduate? So I did a one-year uh, master's degree in education called Policy Organization and Leadership Studies. Uh, I just graduated yesterday and it was surreal. I didn't know how I would feel. Just so many emotions uh, after completing the journey. My program was focused on policy, organization, and leadership studies in education. And we discussed many, many things regarding what is the role of education and how can we improve the education system in the U.S. and generally, uh, what impact can education have and what our role as educators is when we think about that impact, basically. MashaAllah. And you did it in a year? It's a, it's a one-year program. Wow, mashallah. You finished on time. I remember when you were applying still to Stanford and you yes. sent me that email and you said, Dr. Salty, I'm coming to Stanford officially. Yes. And what? And it feels like yesterday, Nabila. Do you know what your next step is going to be yet? So I know for a fact that a lot is coming, inshallah, for United Ambassadors. I'm continuing to run that. And we have very exciting developments on the way. Uh, we're taking the lead in further developing the most accurate simulation of the United Nations and incorporating new committees in that simulation. And I'm constantly thinking about what my next step could be both in the model UN industry, but also beyond it. Uh, and I think it's time for me to think about impact in general beyond the model UN industry alone. And so let's talk about Arab ambassadors and what is the difference between that and going internationally through United Ambassadors for the average listener? Yeah. So whoever has been following us for the past four years, Sufara Al-Arab or Arab ambassadors is how I got started uh, in the first place working in Model UN full-time because I found a passion. It continues to be one of the projects that I'm most proud of. I think one of the things I'll be proud of for the rest of my life is having the privilege of working on developing an Arabic Model UN educational program that was hoping to have impact by encouraging young people to promote Arabic language and its use in education and in everyday life. The initiative or the brand became global. It became United Ambassadors because our purpose or our mission just gained global traction. I am an everyday ambassador. Anasafir Kulyom is a concept that resonated with so many young people around the world that it just became global. And we reached over 140 countries so far, whether it was our website or our conference attendees or our staff, they all collectively came to date from 140 countries of nationality and residence. I am an everyday ambassador can be translated into any language. And young people around the world are searching for opportunities to have positive impact with anything that they can be a part of, whether it's daily activities or initiatives or programs. And I really want to have a role in that. I just don't know exactly what it will be yet. Where do people go if they want to know more about United Ambassadors? 
Well, first place to go is our website. So our conferences, our next conference in Geneva, UAMUNC Geneva 2019, is taking place at the UN office in Geneva in September this year, 2019. And you can register directly on our website, unitedambassadors.com. And is this open to any person who is interested? What, what steps do they have to go through in order to participate or attend? Well, we welcome young people aged 12 to 28. So very, very wide age range from anywhere around the world who are interested in model UN, the UN, learning about the UN, the sustainable development goals, or if they want to have an understanding of how the UN accurately functions. Nabila, will you be attending the convention in Geneva? I'm kind of running it along with an amazing <laughs> team. So, so I was modest. <laughs> I actually want to give them a shout out because uh, this year, do. alhamdulillah, our hey. team, Esther, Julia, Diana, Abdurraza, Ammar or Ahmed Lamar, you guys are amazing. Uh, and I'm so happy to be working with this year's team and I look forward to expanding it, inshallah. How about the shout out to the Arabia? So, about my journey with Arabic as well, on a professional level, Arab Ambassadors, which was founded in 2015 and later became United Ambassadors, is still. There, the resources that I developed for Arab ambassadors are still out there. One of my favorite videos of all time is Mahiya al-Umam al-Mutahida, which for some reason, I don't know why or how, it gained like the highest level of viewership wow. of any of the videos on our page. And I really still don't know why. And it was organic. It seems that there is interest in this topic in the United Nations or Model UN in Arabic, but Arab ambassadors discontinued its independent programs and we no longer hold independent Arabic MUN programs because I felt at the time of starting it that there wasn't enough demand for the programs to be sustainable. Whereas our global initiatives or our international conferences definitely filled a need and there was demand for them and we are continuing to run them for that reason. So whether it's accurate simulations of the UN or whether it's multilingual MUN or Arabic MUN or Arab ambassadors, United Ambassadors and Model UN continues to be a passion of mine. And just because we discontinued one program and we're continuing another does not mean that I'm not as passionate about Arabic language and Arabic Model UN. I just feel like we can have the impact that we wanted as in promoting Arabic language, internationally and in Arab countries, we can do that in many different ways, not just in the box of Model UN. And that's why I'm looking towards other opportunities to maybe reach more people or have impact promoting the ideals and concepts and values that I believe in, whether they're Arabic MUN or promotion of the UN's goals and values or mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So UAMUNC Geneva is discussing many issues. Some of them are how to build peaceful, inclusive societies, how to combat discrimination. You should go to the website. Yeah, it I has. think so. I, I, you know, after the show, I'm logging on to the website. So, <laughs> so you mentioned a video called Mahi al-Umam al-Mutahida. Is that available on YouTube? It is on YouTube and on our Facebook page. And there are many others in YouTube. Yeah, yeah, there but, are many videos. But that one in particular, you yeah. said, got such a viewership. And of course, the title, Mahi al-Umam al-Mutahida, translates as... What is the United Nations and in the video, Arabic? And the video is in Arabic. The video is completely in Arabic, yes. MashaAllah. MashaAllah. I think it's because, in general, people searching for that question, what is the UN in Arabic, found the video and they found it useful, yeah. which is amazing. Absolutely. But it's on a model UN page. And so it ha in the model UN world, this is very, very basic information. It's just what is the UN basic facts. 
So, uh, Nabila, you slipped into Arabic a couple of times during this part of the interview. I did. <laughs> because we should tell everybody, of course, that you speak Arabic. That is your mother tongue coming from Egypt. And that, uh, you know, something that as an Arab professor here, I always struggle with is to try to explain to listeners the difference between Fusha and between yes. Amiya, right? Yes, I mean, exactly. We, you and I both speak Fusha, mm-hmm. but then you have your... Egyptian dialect, dialect and I've yes. got my little Lebanese Levantine dialect. <laughs> we still understand each other, but how would you explain the concept to um, you know an American listener who may not speak foreign languages? It's actually very, very tough to explain. And sometimes, Dr. Ramzi, I feel it's even harder to explain to Arab nationals as well what the nuances of our dialects mean and what they what they communicate. My dialect or Egyptian dialect, it's for people living in Egypt when they communicate informally, whereas modern standard Arabic is formally used. So it's used in formal documents, it's used in academic documents and so on, on news channels, etc., etc. Sometimes I feel, and this was always my struggle in one of my videos, not the what is the UN one, uh, another one, why model UN in Arabic? Uh, I said, well, you can't really order McDonald's in modern standard Arabic, could you? And that's true. You can't. You can't live your life using modern standard Arabic. But I believed in modern standard Arabic for many reasons. And I believe learning it and practicing it is important, especially when you're younger, for so many reasons. I believe in it, one, and that's That's always been one of the reasons why I was passionate about this project to begin with. But it also, I feel it creates a sense of unity between different Arab nationalities. And sometimes, and I don't even know if I should be sharing this, but I don't always, or when I speak Egyptian, I don't always reach everyone in the pan-Arab region the same way compared to if I was speaking English or Fusha. And I don't like that. And sometimes I feel like we as Arabs need to think about what our dialects mean and how much we really understand about each other. Modern standard Arabic unites us, right. for sure. Right. And and other languages like English could also unite us if we're unable to use our own dialects to communicate with each other. Absolutely. And that's something that I've been preaching because there's been a movement about teaching Arabic at universities yes. in the States that says, don't teach Fusha anymore. These kids learn Fusha, they are a modern standard Arabic, and then they go to an Arab country and they sound too formal when they're in a social setting. Yeah. And I keep going back to if Fusha dies out and if we stop teaching it, then the, that will create such chaos linguistically in the Arab world. The only thing that unites the Arab world with all its problems, I think, is the fact that we have this Fusha language that we can go to. Definitely, right? and right. it's so and important. And 20 some Arab countries use Fusha to, you know, for their news. You can listen to the news from uh, Lebanon, from Iraq, from Kuwait, and it's going to be the same Fusha. Yes. But if you hear dialect from Morocco, it might be a little more challenging, yet Moroccans speak beautiful Fusha. True, very true, but also it will never die out. It will never truly die out, ever. But it's important to keep it alive as well. And especially in in teaching, right? I mean, when you're teaching Arabic to non-Arabic speaker, I think you should start with the Fusha, and then you can teach the dialect rather than the other way around. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that, Absolutely. Like, what would be your rationale for teaching Fusha first? Like, why not Amiya first and then Fusha? Definitely Fusha first. Fusha is where the Amiya, they're basically degradations of Fusha. So... (laughs) 
like dialects are are what do we call evolutions or I don't right. want to say mutations, but they're evolutions right, because that that's also correct yeah. of the original language right. and the original language is Arabic and that's why there is confusion today. But because the dialects are so different from the original language, we we need to give it a different name. Absolutely. We need to say في حاجة اسمها عربي في حاجة اسمها مصري ولبناني وسوري. واللهجات العامية الثانية الدارجة بيسموها في المغرب الدارجة ماي جاش سو اي نو ذات نبيلا هاز بين سورت اوف ستيكينج تو انجلش ديسبايت هير ايجيبشن روتس توداي بيكوز ذا فيرست بارت اوف توداي انترفيو وي اجريد واز جونا بي ان انجلش اند اي نو افتر ا سونج ذات نبيلا از اباوت تو بريزنت تو اس وي ار جونا كم باك اند وي ار جونا تراي سم ارابيك اند سو نبيلا توداي تشوز فور اس ا سونج ذات از كويت باورفول has a, a beautiful visual uh, video music video on YouTube it is a song that's actually a duet between two amazing singers and the song itself is called Noor I'm going to leave it to Nabila to explain to us uh, uh, why this song is so special and what kind of impact it might have had upon being released in Egypt back in 2016 this is an amazing song uh, I chose it wholeheartedly the song is called Noor the performance is led by Amina Khalil she's a famous Egyptian actress who's also quite inspiring I absolutely love her and Zap Farwat the song is called Noor because Noor is a gender neutral name oh. so boys and girls can be called Noor oh. and so the story is about Noor who is an amazing human being who achieved so many things who worked to support their family wow uh, and they worked as a mechanic assistant i think and their father passed away and so on and they were applying for a job wow. and the the story is is narrated by the job by the employer reading the resume of nur and welcoming nur in for an interview Noor walked in and he discovered she's a girl. And so all of the stereotypes that we have in our minds regarding what a woman can do and what a woman can achieve in our society were broken through the song. The song made me proud to be Egyptian because it's very difficult. To, this is why dialect sometimes is important right. because the lyrics of the song are beyond description. You have to watch the song and read the lyrics to understand I'm Egyptian. I didn't get it the first time. Right. And, um, and is it, I think the, the subtitles are available in yes, English to the video subtitles. on yes. YouTube. So yes. although we're going to play the song right now exactly. in Arabic, people can always go to the YouTube And, and follow it. Yeah. But we have to say that one of the, uh, when it begins, it says that this is actually taken from or inspired <laughs> by... Yeah, which, is, which means uh, that uh, it's inspired... Derived from our, the realities of our society. Right. And this is something I also wanted to mention. Also, all of our English listeners, for anyone who wants to understand gender dynamics or society in the Middle East or Egypt, do watch the song and read the English lyrics. This is the reality of our society in Egypt today. Women in Egypt, yes, we're fighting for equality. Yes, we're fighting for empowerment, same as we are in the United States right. and same as women are fighting for equality and their rights everywhere. But that song, it showcased so many things so beautifully, like the poverty in Egypt and also like family relationships and also strength that can come from difficult circumstances in life. The song gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it and I encourage anyone, Arabic listeners, English listeners, to watch it and re like think about it. I'm 
صوته عالي فوح عقلي وترتيباتي يوم المقابله فكرني باول شغل في حياتي مهندسين كتير جدعان وبيسعوا للوظيفه خبرتهم في الحياه مفيش زي الورقه النظيفه اخر سي في ايدي باسم نور عبد الكريم ورقه مذكرات من نصه وقعت بتاريخ قديم نور كان الكبير على بنتين اتنين بالمسؤوليه عمره ما اشتكى طول السنين صحابه دايما بيلوموا وضغوط كتير عليه يا ابني هتعمل ايه بالعلم وبالدراسه هتبقى ايه سؤال عارف اجابته في عمره في يوم محيره امه دايما في ظهره بتسنده وتصبره بس فجاه مرض ابوه بقى ياكل فيه ويكسره لازم الحق اخواته وبيته قبل ما يخسره نزل ورشه ابوه وقال للناس هنسى العلام شهور واتقال عليه قسطى زي ابوه تمام السر كان بيذاكر والدكاتره قدروه قال في ظروفه ومشاكله في الغياب استحملوه يوم ما استلم الشهاده كان طاير فوق السما مهندس ميكانيكا قد الدنيا انما خبر وفاه ابوه كان رصاص هتقتله قتلهم من صغره قدرت يوم هتصبره الورقه قلبتها وفي عقلي بقول ده مش هيقع وللوظيفه خلاص اخترته لانه جدع لنا ازاي كانت سند ازاي كانت رجوله اللي بنت اصلا مش ولد ازاي عمر الرجاله يقولوا ليها يا ريصه ازاي حقول اخترت ست اخترت مهندسه جوايا صوت بينكر السؤال قبل الاجابه بينكر التردد وبيؤمر بالاستجابه لصوت العدل فيا ويفكرني باختياري عشان قدامي بنت يبقى هغير قراري عيب وعر عليا وليها لازم اعتذر ازاي ما بين افكار مريضه قديمه بتاثر عقلت ورقة مذكراتها قلت لها اني عارف كتير قوي عن حياتها مبروك عليكي الشغل ومتأكد هتنجحي واتمنى نكون صفحة في حياتك فيها تفرحي
So that was a truly powerful and beautiful song. It was called Noor, and it was by Zap Therwat and Amina Khalil. It was chosen for us today by my amazing guest on the Airbalji show, the one and only Nabila Lassa. Nabila, what a song and I what know. a video. Yes. I was not prepared for the emotional impact it's had on me since I hadn't seen it before. The lyrics. The lyrics are why it's so special, I think. Wow. And so I now I understand why you were so excited about premiering this because I think it is empowering to everybody. And I would say not even just in Egypt, but you can apply this on a universal level. Definitely around the world. Hardly a premiere, though. It was launched in 2016. Right, but, but it's a premiere on the Arabology show. It is. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> and Navida, as we promised our listeners before we listen to the song, we're going to now lapse into Arabic. Mm-hmm. And I think our American listeners should enjoy listening to how the language flows. <laughs> Navida and I are going to do like a demo. We'll do some fusha, we'll do some amiya. Mishkida ya, Navida. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. Oh. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So as we promised, we're going to lapse into Arabic. If you are listening right here on KZSU 90.1 FM coming to you from Stanford, you will get a trans- semi-translation on my on my blog. فنبتدي بالمصرية حتسمحيني أنا أنا مش مصري حاول أتكلم بالمصرية شوية لا ومش لازم تتكلم مصري خالص آه احكيكي باللبناني أيوة طبعا وبتجاوبيني بالمصري أيوة ورح تفهمي كل كلمة بقولة باللبناني أكيد طبعا عندك اصحاب هيك لبنانيه بتحكي معهم بفهم الدايلكتس كلها وبتقدري تحكي لبناني لو لو اجبرتي ان تحكي لبناني ولا صعب احتمال احتمال فسريلي شغله كثير مرات لما العب انا شيء على الراديو شي غنيه بالمصري بيكتبوا لي المستمعين بمصر بيقولوا لي هيدي جامده فما بفهم عليهم انه شو قصدهم لما يقولوا لك اغنيه هي جامده بيقولوا جامدة معناها ان هي حلوة كثير حلوة اه والله جامدة يعني حلو ايوه مش يعني بدانة لا لا بالنسبة لك مش مشكلة ابدا انه تفهمي العامية من بلاد عربية اخرى طبعا حتى مثلا الدارجة المغربية او الجزائرية مثلا حاولتي تستمعي الى لهجة تون حاولنا كثير سو انا يعني نشات في الكويت فكنت محاطة بطلاب من دول عربية مختلفة وكنا بنتكلم انجلش وبنتكلم لغتنا اللي هو مصري او لغات الثانية فاكيد طبعا بفهمهم التونسية والمغربية اصعب شوية بس لو تكلمنا ببطء وحاولنا نترجم الكلام بنفهم طب بالنسبة لمثلا السوداني مختلف كثير عن المصري بالنسبه لك يعني مثل انا لما اسمع سوري او اسمع اردني 
بفهم بس بلاقي لهجه مختلفه في فرق باللهجه بين المصري مثلا والسوداني في آه. فرق بسيط يعني بتعرف اذا حدا اجى حكى بدون ما تشوفيه آه وحكى حتقول هيدا سوداني هيدا مصري هيدا اه طبعا اكيد طب واسالك على الكويتي لانه قلت لي انت والديني بالكويت <تصفيق> وطبعا هيدا بتصير هلا اللهجه الخليجيه <تصفيق> اللي هي اكثر الكويت والسعوديه وكذا هلا <تصفيق> انا بفهمهم بس صعب لي استعملها انت بتقدري تحكي بالكويتي من المبدا ايه؟ مش بتكلم كويتي ومش بتكلم خليجي ايه؟ بس بفهم طبعا اللغات لانه خلقتي هونيك ما هيك انه سمعتيهم عم يحكوا بالكويتي كيف بيقولوا كيف حالك بالكويتي شلونك اوه انا قلت مش حتكلم وطبعا بمصر ازيك صح وباللبنان كيفك الاخبار اخبارك ايه وباللبناني عندك كيفك والاردني كيف حالك and I think بالعراق شايف حالك they all come from فصحى right and then it all comes from كيف الحال او كيف حالك كيف حالك which is why Nabila and I are such firm believers in the way the فصحى unites us if you know the فصحى كيف الحال it's very easy to see how it turned into different dialects but if you learn the dialect it's very hard to go upwards one register and not to mention the fact that how are you going to read and write and listen to the news if all you speak is Amiya right so هل ننتقل إلى اللغة العربية الفصحى يا نبيلة لننتقل للغة العربية الفصحى السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته نور الاستوديو بوجودك اليوم شكرا لك فهل يمكنك أن تتكلمين قليلا عن United Ambassadors بالفصحى حتى يستطيع المستمعين في الوطن العربي الذين يستمعون إلى البودكاست أن يفهموا كل كلمة بما أن الفصحى توحدنا فلما لا نتكلم بالفصحى معهم ونفسر لهم ما هي United Ambassadors سأبدأ أولا بما أقوله في الفيديوهات التي ننشرها أهلا ومرحبا بكم في United Ambassadors المصدر العالمي الرائد لMUN بالعربي وMUN بست لغات الأمم المتحدة الرسمية United Ambassadors بدأت كسفراء العرب بدأت كمشروع وهي الآن منظمة دولية لتطوير برامج نموذج للأمم المتحدة أو نموذج الأمم المتحدة بدأنا بشعار أنا سفير كل يوم I am an everyday ambassador كان هدفنا أولا خلال تطويرنا لبرامج MUN باللغة العربية الفصحى تشجيع الشباب العربي لاستخدام اللغة العربية في برامج MUN وأيضا تشجيع الشباب عالميا أو حول العالم على فهم أهداف الأمم المتحدة والعمل بها كل يوم والأهداف تتضمن المساواة وحقوق الإنسان واحترام الآخر والاهتمام بالكوكب ومحاربة تغيير المناخ وأشياء كثيرة الآن United Ambassadors هي المنظمة التي تعمل حاليا سفراء العرب لم تعد تطور مؤتمرات أو مشاريع لMUN بالعربي ولكن المصادر يمكنكم إيجادها على الويب سايت على موقعنا أو على صفحتي الفيسبوك الآن United Ambassadors الحمد لله لازلنا نعقد مؤتمرات دولية لشباب من حول العالم لمحاكاة الأمم المتحدة ونعرض أو نوفر أكثر محاكاة دقيقة للأمم المتحدة The most accurate simulations of the UN ولكن عملنا إن شاء الله سيكون أكبر من ذلك في المستقبل وهناك مؤتمر في المستقبل القريب في مدينة جنيفا في سويسرا هل, هل نتكلم عن هذا المؤتمر؟ مؤتمر قليلا للمستمعين الذين لا يتكلمون الانجليزيه. نعم هو مؤتمر دولي لميو ان ولكن للاسف لا يوجد فيه اي فرصه للمشاركه بدون اللغه الانجليزيه حاليا. نعم. 
وبما أن البرنامج هنا يركز على اللغة العربية طبعا وعلى الشعر العربي الأدب العربي والموسيقى العربية اختارت لنا نبيلة اليوم أغنية رائعة للغاية ما هي الأغنية التي اخترتها لنا اليوم يا نبيلة؟ اخترت اليوم أغنية اسمها إرمي خوفك للمطربة مي عبد العزيز مي هي مطربة مصرية أساسا لديها أغاني باللغة العربية الفصحى ولديها أغاني باللغة المصرية أو باللهجة المصرية وجميع أغانيها لها هدف تعرض قضية ما تشجع المستمعين لها أغاني تشجع على الإيمان بنفسك لديها أغنية اسمها أشجع وحدة وهي للسيدات أغنية رائعة والأخيرة اسمها إرمي خوفك وهذه الأغاني متوفرة طبعا عبر اليوتيوب ومحطات أخرى نعم. وأغنية إرمي خوفك سأقول أنني استمعت إليها قبل وصولك إلى الاستوديو اليوم يا نبيلة وأحببتها من أول سمع من أول مرة استمعت إليها أحببته وكما أحببت صوت مي عبد العزيز وهو صوت جميل وقوي وهو صوت ربما المرأة المعاصرة ليس فقط المصرية إنما العربية التي تتكلم بطلاقة الفيديو أيضا جميل لاجب أن أقول لمستمعين أن يذهبوا إلى يوتيوب ويشاهدوا هذا الفيديو الجميل الذي اسمه إرمي خوفك وهل أردت أن تهدي هذا الفيديو إلى أصدقائك في الوطن العربي أو في أمريكا لكل أصدقائي ولكل الناس ممتاز فإذا سنستمع إلى مي عبد العزيز وأغنية اسمها إرمي خوفك وعندما نعود سننتقل إلى الجزء الثالث والأخير مع نبيل العصار التي نورت الاستوديو اليوم بوجودها حاسس إنك مش قادر تكمل حاسس إنك مش كفاية ومش مهم ما بقتش عارف عايزي وإزاي هتوصل والطريق مليان شكوك ومفيش أمل
اياك في يوم تحس انك مش قدها حب نفسك قبل ما اي حد يحبها اصلك بشر مخلوق عشان تسيب اثر هيحاربوك عشان مختلف ما العقول دي مطربه ايامها تكون مش قادر خد وقتك وارجع اقوى افكارك هي سلاحك اعرف ازاي تملكها الطريق للتغيير طويل محتاج طاقه ومعافره وانت قدها يا بطل So that was an amazing song by a singer whose name is May Abdel Aziz. It's called Irmi Khawfak, and it was chosen by today's very special guest on Arabology, the one and only Nabil Al-Assar, who's been with me in the studio very patiently, telling me about her journey with Arabic, with United Ambassadors, and with so many other things. How would you translate the title of this song, Nabila, to our listeners uh, who don't speak Arabic? throw away your fear if you look at it like face translation would basically be throw away your fear but in this case it's not fear of others or fear of of life it's your own inner voice your own self-doubt throw away your self-doubt believe in yourself have a goal go for it by a very strong Egyptian singer who has a beautiful voice and has uh, this beautiful video on YouTube. And just to fill in uh, people who didn't quite understand the Arabic section we just finished, uh, the song, is is it like gender specific? Is it just for women, do you think? Or can it apply to anybody? It can apply to anybody, but May has other songs for women in general. And she has a song in Fusha called Ghufranak, which is also amazing, which I highly recommend. It's such a good song. She should give you commission, my Abdelaziz. <laughs> you're, such a, you're such a great promoter. Now, the song that you said was more about women's empowerment is called... Uh, Ashga Wahda. That's Ashga a good Wahda, song. The yeah. most courageous one. Yeah. And that was uh, that's also available on YouTube. So I only wish we had more time with Nabila to play all three songs. <laughs> we did give people a teaser, right, yeah. with uh, playing... Uh, the other songs that I'm recommending today are please. amazing. Oh, yes. Amazing. Like, uh, beyond amazing. And so, speaking of of cultural productions that center on the Arab world or from the Arab world. Can I transition to the movie Ala Eddin or Aladdin that was just released in theaters in the yes. U.S.? <laughs> I guess I don't I shouldn't ask you if you I'm liked so it. <laughs> Tell me, Nabila. So you watched it in the theater, I actually. watched it three times. Wow, already? <laughs> it just got released. When did you get a chance? <laughs> I watched it three times. <laughs> so what was it that you found so fantastic about this release? Because I know you, you must have also watched the anime made it released of many course. years ago. Was it different for those of us who haven't seen it in terms of the story, the plot? The... It was better. But so I grew up on Disney. I grew up with Disney movies. In my Stanford application, they said, tell us one interesting fact about you. And I said, I am made up of Disney movies. Like wow. they made up my outlook on life. They affected me a lot growing up. So most Disney movies I've watched growing up 
I was a little bit skeptical at first regarding Disney's remakes of their classics because I thought they're already perfect or we've grown up with them or we've been accustomed to them for so long that it would make me uncomfortable if a movie that I've already come to know and like or love is being remade. It's not necessary. Some of the remakes, however, I have to say have been amazing. Maleficent is one. Mm. That's the remake of Sleeping Beauty. Right. And then Aladdin, it caught it caught me by storm. Wow, the remake you like it, it that much. I am so happy to hear good. this. For many reasons, hey, I feel like those, the please. impact it could have on young girls growing up, I think could be monumental. It just depends. The movie is great, not just because of the obvious, which is that Will Smith is in the movie or hmm. the star and and Mina and the Masoud, actor Mina Masoud, uh, yes, who's course. Egyptian. Who's Egyptian, yes. Any yes. any uh, relation to you? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not all related, believe it or not. <laughs> That's what I was getting. Oh, you're Arabic? Do you know Fairuz? <laughs> exactly. You're related to Fairuz? I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, you're Muslim? Oh, are you related? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah she fact. was my great grandma, you know. <laughs> no, I but but actually. honestly, like, why did why did the character? Why like why do you think it was really good for female empowerment in this version, particularly? Definitely. So the stars are great. The remake of the story and the character brought every one of the characters to life. Genie, for example, has a story. He's he was human. He's human in a way. And then my absolute favorite remake, of course, was of the character of Jasmine. Mm. She became a real person and she became a real woman. And I thought that she exemplifies beauty and strength with modesty and I delicacy. Delicacy, yeah. yes, yeah. strength Beautiful. and delicacy. Yeah. And the character's story is that she wanted to become sultan. This was not something that was ever discussed or even mentioned in the original Aladdin. Oh, wow. No. And yeah. and her, her education and her what she had been preparing for her whole life gave her the rightful credibility to lead, to become a leader. But that was not possible because these were the, quote, rules mm. of the kingdom at the time. Right. And in the movie, in this remake... I don't want to spoil it for anybody, so right, there are right. some minor spoiler alerts, but <laughs> genie's magic, magic, magic of the genie, the genie cannot make anyone fall in love, and he cannot bring anyone back from the dead, and so on. The genie's magic is limited. Mm. There is one thing that can surpass it, which is genuine inner strength, character, like resolve, wow. willpower, sitq. Truth. Truth with the capital so, T. Yes. So her her story and her I want to say determination, but mm. and and her struggle and her plight wow. is sincere. So she actually broke Genie's magic twice. Wow. She discovered that Aladdin was Aladdin <laughs> when he was Prince Ali, and when she started singing the song Speechless, she flipped the magic where the genie made um, one of the characters or Jafar right. Sultan. She flipped it by standing up for what's right and by getting all of the characters to stand up for what's right. And I am going to end this interview with uh, a version of a Speechless right here on the Arabology Show because you have earned it being such an amazing guest and an amazing student at Stanford. This is really way more than I deserve. Thank you so, so much. Here comes a wave meant to wash me away a tide that has taken me under Swallowing sand left with nothing to say My voice drowned out in a thunder But I won't cry And I won't start to crumble Whenever they try To shut me or cut me down I won't be silent. You can't. 
try.